I solemnly swear I am up to no good. It is good to be back with you this week. If you are joining 30 and Nerdy Podcast for the first time, welcome. Thank you for finding us. We hope we'll we'll keep you interested enough to come back next week. If you are returning, if you're joining us again, thank you. Thank you to all those listeners week in and week out who keep 30 and nerdy podcasts going it is people like you sharing and tweeting and commenting and subscribing that keep this show alive it is you members of the nerd world order that keep me going this is another week of the 30 and nerdy podcast we have a lot to talk about there's some news There's some things going on. Going to discuss a little bit of Umbrella Academy Season 2. Not going to spoil every episode. I will talk a little bit about the first episode. and um, But I'm not going to get into detail about every individual episode. So I am very excited to get started. So what do you say we uh, get going here? This is 30 and Nerdy Podcast. DJ Mike Howie, take us in. It's time to get... Nerdy. It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your host, Tyler Mack. (laughs) Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions, and Ashley Lodge Photography. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation by using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find the show in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email the show at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. Now get ready to nerd out with your host, the sweet tea of the nerdy south, your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Thank you, DJ Mike Howie. Nerd Nation, you are here. At another week of 30 and Nerdy Podcast, I am your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you if you are just coming across this for the first time. Thank you for being with us. A lot's gone on. A lot going on in the world. A lot of craziness. A lot of scariness. A lot of sadness. But I hope to be an escape for you, because here in the nerd world order, we are a judgment-free zone. There is no hate here. So, I have to talk a little bit 
before we really got dive into things, something really cool happened this past weekend. My girlfriend Madison surprised me with a very, very cool thing, and um, I am going to uh, play a little bit of what that surprise was. Um, so this is, and then I'll explain it. Okay. Madison's on deck. Madison, how are we doing? How are things in Talbot? Alrighty. Stay dangerous, I'm sure. That was none other than my favorite voice actor, Mr. Jim Cummings. Now, Jim Cummings, if you don't know, he is the voice to Winnie the Pooh. He is the voice to Tigger, to Pete, to Ray in Princess and the Frog, and about a thousand other things. However, the voice that most of us nerds know him as is the the terror that flaps in the night. Darkwing Duck. That's right. That is Jim Cummings personally saying hello to me and signing an, a picture of Darkwing Duck, which is being shipped to me. This was a surprise from my girlfriend Madison, and I, I nearly came unglued. It was so, so cool. I cannot wait to get this autograph. I cannot wait to get it framed and have it setting up in the area where... I record. I will look at it lovingly every time I am on the pod waves. I'm so thankful for this gift, Madison. I know you're listening. Thank you very much. This means the world to me. Um, like I said, he is my favorite voice actor of all time. And Darkwing Duck was my favorite cartoon when I was a child. And I have currently been introducing my nephew to it. Uh, and he loves it too. So this was really awesome. I can't wait to get the autograph. Um, so last week, Nerd Nation, we talked a little bit about the nerdlinium. What it was like to be a nerd in the year 2000. We began... Now we began... Uh, we did begin July with a nice little ode to course Captain America I talked a little bit about voice acting but those last three episodes of July were to kind of show you how we got to where we are today what I like to call the nerdiest time to be alive and it all really started in the late 90s early 2000s and I believe we covered quite a bit of reasons why now is the nerdiest time to be alive and I'm thankful for those but you can find those anywhere you cast your pod now those in 2k and that 1999 episode they were a lot of fun but it's time to move on it is a new month and something huge has happened Umbrella Academy has come out with season two but before we get to the rest of the episode. I would like to introduce you to another podcast 
that I enjoy listening to, and it even educates me. I am not a huge uh, Dungeons and Dragons or um, role-playing tabletop gamer. Um, never really have been, but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that are, and it's been very educational. And here's another one that I have come across um, in my search, and this is a pod promo of the week for Missing Role Player Found. Let's uh, take a listen. Hello, our little future foundling laws. I'm Emily, also known as Snow, and I'm the GM for the Gate Chronicles. And I'm Quentin, the GM for the Odd Campaign. Collectively, we are the co-founders of Missing Role Player Found, or MERP for short. We are an RPG actual play podcast. Do you like character voices? Do you like drama? Are you titillated by action and adventure? Mystery and intrigue. Are you here for the puns and quips and funny tricks? Are you my mom? If so, head on over to our website, missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing R-O-L-L playerfound.com. And prepare to embark on misadventures of epic proportions. Here's a sneak peek of what's in store. What year is, he is it? asking a fortune teller this? Horses do not, fun fact, like being upside he down. He can do it. I, I think he can do it. This whole time, I thought just using my hand was the way to go, but apparently they had toilet paper. <laughs> Give me the ugly. Oh, I see. So you mean the New Year's Eve hallowed sacred poem? <laughs> Quite a lengthy name you have for it, though. Welcome back. Like I said, you should definitely check that out, especially if you are into uh, that type of thing. Um, they are fantastic. They are funny. I, I love the theatricality of it. As a performer myself, I am a huge fan of the theatricality. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, big shout out to them. Uh, I'm going to talk nerdy to you here a little bit. This is your nerd vocabulary word of the week, and it is nerdalism. Not nihilism, nerdalism. Now, this is the act of viewing nerd culture in an almost religious or cultural way. Some acts of nerdalism would be like worshipping the idols of nerd culture in a manner that replaces religion or almost having religious experiences as a nerd. Now, you actually see nerdalism happening all the time. Most nerdalists out there go to Comic-Con over... Most other social gatherings, they are reading comics like they read the Bible, like most people read the Bible or uh, regular books. They're studying the lore of Thor over mainstream lore. They're nerdalists. And I am not saying that is a bad thing. There is room for all in the nerd world order my friends now i want to talk to you about something random i found out a random fact this past week did you know that forrest finn an art dealer and author hid a treasure chest in the rocky mountains worth over one million dollars and it has still not been found treasure seekers Geocachers, where are you? Get out there. Look for the Fen treasure. Oh, worth over $1 million. And if you find it, you remember where you heard it first. Right here at 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Please give the Duke a slice if you find it. Now, before we get to our news anchor, Barry, let's get a word from some of our groovy sponsors. Ashley Lodge Photography is the place to go if you want an original, fun, and creative photo shoot 
a true variety junkie, Ashley's main focus is bringing out all the personalities and vibrant colors that make your life unique. Specializing in commercial and dance photography, Ashley Lotch has had 15 years of professional experience and is available for any type of photo shoot, weddings, headshots, seniors and newborns. Ashley has the passion and creativity to offer clients a truly one-of-a-kind experience. Clients enjoy photo shoots in a professional commercial studio located in downtown Morristown, Tennessee, as well as anywhere else on the planet. Seriously, Earth is pretty huge, so dream big. Ashley is ready to leap into an amazing art that you and your family, your company, or dance studio is inspired to create. If you mention 30 and Nerdy Podcast, you will receive 20% discount. Check out www.ashleylodgephotography.com to get inspired and book your next photo shoot. The arts are a vital part of the educational process, which is another key to economic development and improved quality of life. Arts education and opportunities help participants develop skills in critical thinking, goal setting, team building, problem solving, conflict resolution, and craftsmanship. At Encore Theatrical Company, they aren't just dreaming it, they're doing it. Through the global pandemic, many of the arts have suffered due to shutdown of theaters, museums, schools, and other artistic vehicles. However, here at Encore, the show must go on. Follow along as we evolve and entertain during what we call Encore Intermission. We are highlighting patrons, performers, community members, and much more. You may see voice lessons, mini-concerts, Zoom plays, and other artsy escapes for you during this trying time. Follow along daily with new posts from hashtag Encore Intermission. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join us. Where it's not just theater, it's Encore. Good day. I'm Barry Nerdington, and this is your Nerdly News, where we report and you decide. Ubisoft and Netflix are partnering for an anime series adaptation of the Splinter Cell video game franchise. Derek Kolstad, the writer behind the John Wick movies, will write and executive produce the series. According to Variety, the series has gotten a two-season, 16-episode order for the streaming service. The first game was released in 2002 to an overwhelming acclaim. The series follows former U.S. Navy SEAL Sam Fisher and has spawned six other sequel games as well as novels. A Splinter Cell film franchise had been in the works for years now, starring Tom Hardy, but has been off and on for many scheduling reasons and director changes. And of course, script agreement issues. The film is currently in purgatory and is listed as currently inactive. During COVID-19, most indoor theaters remain closed. Some have sought out drive-in theaters that are playing classics, but drive-ins are rare and hard to find after their decline in recent years. Walmart is attempting to fill that need. In the meantime, Walmart is launching drive-in theaters in their big parking lots, starring 
on August 14th and going all the way through October 21st with all showings beginning at 5 p.m. They are teaming up with Tribeca Film Festival and will be completely free. Walmart's chief customer officer, Janie Whiteside, had this to say when asked about the plan. We recognize the challenges our customers and their families have faced over the last few months, and we wanted to create an experience where they could come together safely to create new memories. The Walmart drive-in is one small way we are supporting communities that we serve. Some titles include Iron Giant, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, and much, much more. To see if your local Walmart is involved, you can see the list at thewalmartdrivein.com. That's thewalmartdrivein.com. The XFL will continue to live on, thank you to another WWE legend, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Redbird Capital, and Danny Garcia teamed up to purchase the XFL for approximately $15 million, just hours before the once-bankrupt league was set for auction. Redbird Capital is an investment firm that focuses on providing flexible and long-term capital to help entrepreneurs grow their business. Garcia, The Rock's business partner and ex-wife, will also be a major stakeholder in the product. When asked for a comment, The Rock had this to say, The acquisition of the XFL with my talented partners, Danny Garcia and Jerry Cardinal, is an investment for me that's rooted deeply in two things. My passion for the game and my desire to always take care of the fans. With ride and gratitude for all that I have built with my own two hands. I plan to apply these calluses to the XFL and look forward to creating something special for the players, fans, and everyone. Analog has revealed a new handheld system called Analog Pocket. This pocket will play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance cartridges. With an adapter, you can also play Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, Atari Lynx, and more. The pocket plays retro games, but boasts an impressive 3.5-inch screen with a 1600 by 1400 resolution. That's 10 times the Game Boy. Drops should be safe on the screen, as it is made with Gorilla Glass used by many smartphones. Pocket can also make music. It has a digital audio workstation called NanoLoop. It's both a synthesizer and a sequencer. Capture, play, and sculpt music live. You can plug your pocket to your PC or Mac to take your music creations to the next level. You can take it to the big screen with the pocket dock that has an HDMI adapter. Grab Bluetooth controller or connect with USB cables and play up to four players. Back in March, when everything was starting to be delayed and shut down due to the pandemic, it was rumored that Disney Plus would add a premium tier for their tentpole movies like Black Widow and Mulan following their postponement. It was originally brushed off as a rumor, but recently Disney confirmed that we'll be bringing first-run theatrical movies to Disney Plus for a premium price. During their third quarter earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Chappick announced that Mulan will debut on Disney Plus for a premium $29.99 add-on purchase on September 4th. This appears to be similar to UFC pay-per-views and how they are handled on Disney's ESPN Plus with subscription price plus additional prices for pay-per-views. 
Chappic was asked if Mulan was a clue as to what is going to happen with future tentpoles like Black Widow, and said that Mulan is currently thought to be a one-off, but they will keep a close eye on the $30 price point for the movie before deciding on what to do for future major films, basically saying if Mulan is a success with this tactic, then we could see future titles like New Mutants and Black Widow released this way for the remainder of the pandemic. However, if you ask this new expert, I would say Disney would not bother with this new process for just a one-off movie. More to come at the 30 and Nerdy podcast when they news is available. That's the end of your nerdly news. I'm Barry Nerdington signing off. Cheers to you. Tyler, back to you. Thank you, Barry. Holy moly, nerds and nerdettes. It is time. Holy crap, the opening to this season, season two of Umbrella Academy, was freaking amazing. It grasps you from the opening second. First, you got a funny little opening recap with the cast in character. The opening scene grips you like the opening of a fantastic action video game. All the characters are back together and boom, literally boom. Of course, Five is the one who has to fix things. He is saved by Hazel and taken back to 1963 to save his family and stop the new nuclear holocaust. Yes, a new nuclear world ending mishap is destined to happen thanks to the kids. But for those of you tuning in for the first time and maybe not aware of what Umbrella Academy is, let's recap a little bit. Let's have some story time with your dear Duke here. So story time. So once upon a time, there were a bunch of superpowered babies born on the same day. Seven of them were adopted by a rich wacko who was oddly into umbrellas and uniforms. The man named his superhero group the Umbrella Academy and gave each individual numbers and was actually kind of a terrible dad. They were a world-famous superhero family until they all grew apart. Number five was goofing off with his powers one day and got stuck in the future where he witnessed the world had ended. Then the terrible dad died, which brought them all back together. During the ash ceremony, five shows back up from the future warning of the impending apocalypse that was going to happen in eight days, forcing them all to have to find a way to band together and stop it. All while finding out that sweet little Vanya had powers the whole time, and her father had suppressed her memory about it using her own sister, Allison. Long story short, they tried to stop it all, but wound up starting it instead, and had to escape through time, landing him in the past, landing in Dallas, Texas. Go Cowboys! at different increments of time apart from each other. And that is where we are leading off. Now, I will tell you that I am only talking about the show as a whole and spoilers for the first episode only. So, not the entire season, so you have been warned, okay? Now, before we get to the season premiere, let's talk a little bit about the show as a whole entity. Now, The Umbrella Academy is based on the comic book series written by Gerard Way and created for Netflix by Steve Blackman and Jeremy Slater. The second season has just been released and started streaming on July 31st. Filming for the second season began in June 2019 and concluded in November, shortly before all the world went to, well, you know. 
to me, second season is kind of, it kind of lightens the tone a little bit compared to the first season. Second season got a higher score on Rotten Tomatoes, oddly, which is, you know, um, I already think Rotten Tomatoes is a joke. You've heard me down the rating site. But it's kind of crazy to see a sequel season or a sequel anything rate higher than the first. So that's pretty good. Now, I want to tell you about the episodes. They are as follows. Right back where we started. The Frankel Files. The Swedish Job. The Majestic Twelve. Valhalla. A Light Supper. Olga for Olga. The Seven Stages. 743. And the End of Some things. Now this season is fantastic. If you have not watched it, I highly advise you to stop this episode, go back, watch season two, even if it's just the first episode for now, and then come back and join us and we will pick up where we left off. Now again, here is your warning. There are spoilers ahead and you now have a few seconds to stop. So five, four, three, Two, one. There you go. There's your warning. Now let's dive into it. Episode one, right back where we started. So we start off with them being split up. Luther is alone. Diego is alone. Five is alone. Vanya is alone. Allison is alone. And Klaus is kind of alone because the ghost of his brother Ben is still haunting him. Each of them arrive in Dallas, Texas at different times. Klaus and Ben landed in 1960. Allison in 1961, Luther in 1962, Diego in 1963, Vanya a month after Diego, and Five finally arrives a month later to a war zone on November 25th, 1963, where soldiers are fighting against his siblings to a wonderful accompaniment of My Way by Frank Sinatra. Very well done. Uh, The soundtrack alone in this series is just fantastic. Um... You've heard me talk about this a thousand times. I love a good soundtrack. I really do. Uh, So let's start with Five. Now, before he can intervene, Five is grabbed by an older version of Hazel. The former time agent grabs Five, takes him back to before the new apocalypse begins, and uh, because nukes had dropped on the war zone and killed everybody. So this leads us back to ten days before the events of the opening battle, and he, Hazel hopes that Five can fix it and restore the timeline and save everybody. Um, and this is before... Um, uh, never mind. I don't want to get too far ahead. Um, in a small flashback, we see that Hazel and Agnes had a beautiful life together before she was taken by cancer. Um, now, he showed up to save Five as a promise to her, but while catching, catching up with each other, he's shot dead by these three new mystery men that apparently work for the Time Bureau. Uh, they look like something out of Clockwork Orange if it was played by George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Sam Adams. <laughs> Five barely escapes and meets up with this nut named Elliot that thinks there are aliens, and he witnessed all five arrivals of his siblings before him, and uh, then uh, we're given, we're shown flashbacks of all five energy surges, quote unquote, of the past three years. All right, let's talk about Diego. Uh, Diego is, like I said, alone, and we see him in a mental uh, institution. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a nice heck of head, head of hair. 
Um, it's grown out. A uh, psychiatric doctor is running through his mental state and bringing up his father and the trauma. Um, honestly, the doctor's kind of a jerk. Uh, Diego claims that his dad was a villain and he is a hero and that he has to save everyone. Kind of a hero complex. Uh, during this interaction, though, we are introduced to another patient, a female named uh, Leela. Uh, we also learned that he is in the mental hospital for going on and on about someone shooting the president. Uh, no one believes him, of course, uh, because this is days before Kennedy is actually assassinated. So Diego gets a visit from Five. Uh, Five lets him know that he was able to track, da- track him down through a newspaper article saying that he was arrested outside of Lee Harvey Oswald's house in a plan to kill him. Uh, when realizing that Diego has a severe hero complex and is kind of a loose cannon still, Five uh, tells the guards that he's planning an escape attempt, so they have him locked back up. So he doesn't get him Five's way, basically. Now, while locked up, Diego gets out of his straitjacket and escapes his padded cell. And while he's escaping, he meets up with Leela to help each other, and during the escape, the three white-haired men show up and try to kill Diego. Uh, This whole scene kind of feels like it's right out of Terminator 2, kind of. Um, While they are escaping through the tunnels, they run into the two guards and try to tell them about the shooters in the building. After the escape, the two guards, the white-haired men, show up and shoot the guards. And that's what we got of uh, Diego in this first episode. Let's switch to sweet little Vanya. Now, Vanya has found herself with no memory and back to normal. Uh, She is living with a family uh, with a son that is mute and has some sort of episodes. He has a disability. The husband is a salesman of some sort and kind of seems a little shady to me. Uh... We uh, maybe it's the actor. He's been in a few things. We learned that they have been putting out uh, missing persons ad for Vanya, but no one has claimed her. Uh, there's an awkwardness from the get go of this situation. There's this awkwardness to the kid, the mom, and Vanya, the kid and Vanya, the mom and the dad, and and just the dad acts like very shady. So it's just an odd feeling. Uh, maybe it's because we just witnessed. Uh, that Vanya is actually the strongest and most deadly out of the family. Um, Later, Vanya has a scene with Sissy, and uh, that's the mom, Sissy, has uh, some secrets of her own. Sissy wants to escape this life, and uh, that she has, so Vanya has a cigarette with her and uh, learns to, learns that she's, she's got some suppression of her own, um, and this is another moment where I think that uh, there's something with Vanya and Sissy early on that I think leads to more. And I'm not going to spoil that for you. So let's go to Klaus and Ben. Um, Klaus is perhaps my favorite character uh, out of the Umbrella Academy. And uh, his hair is grown out and he is a hippie and a half. Uh, his, when we first see him, his car breaks down and he and Ben argue with each other. Um, Ben wanted to go back to San Francisco because he felt had unfinished business. Klaus said that they were uh, they were so clingy there, and he wants to go back to Dallas. And they begin to get into a fight, and driving by a car sees them, and it looks like Klaus is fighting with himself. Um, it's actually kind of funny. Um, so uh, they basically have to hitchhike, and they find this bar 
kind of looks like the VFW from season one, to be honest. Um, while they're uh, while they're there, Klaus gets into a card game and loses, but uh, steals the keys from this roughneck, uh, and he tries to bring uh, tries to bring Ben out to help him, but Ben says no and leaves him out to dry. So Klaus kind of runs off, steals this redneck's truck. Later, we see Klaus is arrested. Um, a lot of story, let me tell you. Uh, trying to talk about just the first episode after seeing the whole season is is difficult. But um, uh, I can't wait for y'all to see it. Let's talk about it when you do. Um, let's, let's go to Allison. So Allison, we see that Allison took a little bit more of her time to make a life for herself. Uh, she's married. Um, happy, it seems. Uh, her husband's planning a demonstration by the looks of it and is fighting for change for people of color. Uh, in part of her story, we see her and many sympathizers planning uh, their sit-in when President Kennedy's in town while planning a racist, while planning a, a race demonstration. This idiot comes in and tries to put a stop to things and show some force, but Allison... Uh, puts him to the ground real quick uh, when he tries to hit her husband. It's actually pretty funny. Um, now, finally, let's get to Luther, number one, as they called him. Luther, it seems, is a henchman for a mob boss and club owner. He is in what looks like a fight club, winning pretty big money for this boss when we see him first. Luther finally encounters five later at his boss's club, we get a quick glimpse of Sissy's husband bothering Luther's boss about working together. Um, Five tries to recruit Luther um, to help him stop the new apocalypse. However, Luther doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't say it that way. He says it in uh, a <laughs> different manner, but I'm not going to quote it verbatim on the show. Um, so that's where it ends off. A nice cliffhanger, too, because that we see we see Luther's reaction and then... It just ends. So um, that's your rundown of episode one of this season's Umbrella Academy. I uh, did not want to bog you down with an entire season in one episode. However, I hope that as you are binging yourself, you will reach out to me and talk to me some uh, throughout the season. Uh, what you like, what you dislike, where do you think the show heads after the season finale. Um, I cannot wait to see what is next uh, in line for the family of misfit heroes myself. Um, but until then, I guess we will have to see what happens, uh, then, uh, at a later date. From us here at Advertising Expressions, we want you to know that we hope that you and yours have been well amid this pandemic. We have been blessed to have survived ourselves and realize that here in Morristown, it can be hard to keep things rolling in times like these. Therefore, whether you are a business that has closed and are looking to reopen, a business that has crawled through the time fighting for the next breath, or maybe you are a business that has done better in this time, we want to help you. See, our business is to promote yours, and we strive to do that by getting your name in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, we are giving you 19% off new quotes that result in orders of $190 or more. Use the promo code NERDRONA19. That's N-E-R-D-R-O-N-A and the number 19. You can find us at 2103 Morningside Drive in Morristown, Tennessee or contact us 
at 423-586-3270. All right, uh, kids, neighbors, nerd nation, nerds, nerdettes, um, that is it for this week's episode. Next week, uh, I am going to be discussing uh, something very, very fun. I'm going to talk about the history of Mar- the Mario Brothers. Um, talk about these these famous plumbers tripping on shrooms, jumping on turtles. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about Mario and Luigi, their history, uh, some of their big moments. Uh, so if you have any questions for Mario and Luigi and the whole world of Mario, please send them in. Uh, I want to thank... Thank the Patreon supporters. Uh, without you, uh, this show does not get done, and definitely the um, extra stuff that I've been doing. Um, I'm about to post something for our Patreon supporters, a little behind-the-scenes stuff, and you can be a part of that for just $1 a month right now through the rest of the year, thanks to COVID and uh, the crap that it has caused. Um, for just a dollar a month, you can be a Patreon supporter of 30 and Nerdy Podcast. That's all we're asking for, a dollar a month, and you become a Patreon supporter and get all that extra stuff um so uh you also get some special gifts here and now sneak peeks special episodes um while you're at it at patreon go to podchaser.com along with our friends uh we are part of two lists we've got the pod nation and the apocalypse that's A-P-O-D-A-L-Y-P-S-E, The Apocalypse uh, and Pod Nation, two fantastic groups to be a part of. Go go through those lists. It's very simple. You go to the website, podchaser.com. You search for those two lists. Go down them. Listen to someone each day. If you like what you hear, subscribe to them. Give them a rating. Uh, tell them 30 and Nerdy sent you. They're fantastic. Please check them out. Nerds and nerdettes, that is it for this week. Um, it has been a fantastic week. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, cannot wait to get back with you and talk Mario. If you have any any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, any uh, nerd questions, please let your dear Duke know because that is why I'm here. I'm here for you. So, nerds and nerdettes, stay safe. Stay hydrated. Stay sanitized. I've been your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Y'all have been beautiful. DJ Mike Howie, take us out. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Brought to you by Ashley Lodge Photography, Freddy Cat Productions, Encore Theatrical Company, and Advertising Expressions. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow along with the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find us in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, cheers to you, nerds. That's all, folks.